Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. Many parents assume that putting their kids through college is the best way to start them out on a successful, prosperous life. And indeed, there's a lot of evidence to show that a college education has big benefits. Although a college education offers many advantages, it also comes with a high cost. And surprisingly, picking up the tab for your children's education poses risk not just for you, but for them as well. Ron Carruthers is the nation's foremost expert on college planning and college funding and the author of What Your Guidance Counselor Isn't Telling You, Inside Secrets to Choosing Your Career, Selecting Your Major, and Getting Into Your Top College Choice. He's loved by hundreds of parents for finding creative and effective ways to fund their children's college dreams while keeping them on track for retirement. Many know Ron as their financial fixer. Welcome, Ron. Thank you for being here with me today. Hey, Sherry. Thank you so much for having me on. I've been looking forward to it. Well, you know, there's a lot going on, you know, now that summer's out and a lot of parents are thinking about, gee, how do I get that kid off the couch? So let's let's talk about the fact that, you know, do you, because you're you're in that world, still feel like college is worth it for the average family? I'll give you I'll give you what's going to sound like a politician's answer, but it's really yes and no. And so let me give you the no answer. If your kid has absolutely no idea what they want to do with their life, sending them to college necessarily as expensive as it is right now won't fix it. Um, and that's an assumption. And maybe that was accurate 30 years ago, but it really isn't today. However, if your student knows why they're going and has an actual definite career path or at least some general idea that, that college is going to benefit them, then yes, absolutely, it's one of the best investments a family can make. Right. But, you know, that's so how where do you even start? I mean, it's like when you think about all the colleges and community colleges, universities, I know that you work with a lot of families. You're based out of Southern California. You know, how do you just kind of boil it down? Do you start with the parents and what can they financially afford? Where do we start? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, so there's a little bit a little bit of both going on at the same time. So probably one of the biggest misconceptions, and you're gonna hear a lot about this leading up to the election, is you know, free college, forgiving student debt, and student debt is absolutely out of control. But here's a crazy statistic that came out right before Obama left office. 47% of the parents that are eligible for free money from the government, because the government knows the same numbers that we talk about, about how college leads to higher incomes as a general rule, 47% don't even bother to apply. So really, it's not so much an overhaul of the existing system, it's that parents often can't afford colleges that they really don't think they can. And so we work really hard to break that myth for parents and help them understand college doesn't have to be 
outrageously expensive. Even your top universities have programs in place if you just apply for them. So from a parent standpoint, Sherry, we really work hard to make sure they understand that. Everybody listening to this should realize this is where your research starts. And then from the student standpoint, it starts by exposing them to careers as early as possible in three areas. One, what will you be doing? Does it sound halfway interesting? Does it pay decent to justify the cost of going to college? And, and is it require a tolerable amount of schooling? So anesthesiologist is one of the highest paying careers in the country, but it also comes with one of the highest education requirements. So a student would be starting their career until they're in their early 30s. Um, so they have to delay that, but they'll get amply rewarded. So it's just a matter of kind of balancing those things out. So when you're looking at, because you're looking at it from, you know, the financial perspective, and so you have to take into consideration the family earning power, I'm guessing, also. And then, you know, is there... When you talk about college, you know, we always think university, but there's the community college. And so when you think that, you know, a lot of kids are wasting time or not really sure what they want to do, I mean, that seems like a logical choice for some discovery or additional discovery. You know, it's a great place to start. However, here's what's crazy. There is plenty of four-year schools that will be as affordable or less expensive than going to a local community college. So absolutely nothing against community colleges. My youngest daughter had a great experience here in California at Santa Barbara City College. She's transferring to Berkeley in August. But not every student needs to do that if they parents understand the finances. So we really like to tell parents when their kids in high school, take them to visit colleges have them get an internship during the summer so they can explore different careers. So they just get a feel for what the real world's like. And then you can make your college plans accordingly if you understand the system. And it just may not be cheaper to actually send them to the community college. No, they just, parents need to know that. Mm. That's what I'd say on that. That's interesting. And, yeah, because you automatically assume, and I think that is one of the myths or assumptions, that community college is less expensive. It, I hear it every day. And, again, it can be – please don't misunderstand me. It's a great um, starting place for a lot of students, particularly if they aren't decided yet. But just if parents will research the formula and what they're actually eligible for and understanding a little bit of understanding about the financial aid system will go a long ways. And we have families all the time that send their kids to four years, private schools, state colleges where it costs, like I said, the same or less as the community college. So just knowing that that's an option hopefully gives hope to all your audience of just where they should start their research. Well, and I think also because I'm experiencing this with my own daughter who University of Nevada, Reno, and things have changed over the this particular year. But, you know, she's coming to me with like, oh, here I got to sign up for this class. And then now we've got a thousand dollars of books. Oh, I need a parking pass. And so when you start to add everything up, I don't think a lot of people yep. understand all the hidden costs. Right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, what's funny is if, when you actually do research, the, the, each school is required to publish a number called the cost of attendance. And it's ideally designed to put in all of that. Um, tuition and fees, room and board, parking passes, travel money to and from the college, walking around money so the kid has some spending money. And, um, yeah, it can be a daunting number. You might have – you have a lot of public colleges where the tuition is only five or six or 8000 if you're in state, but the actual cost is 28 to 30 by the time you add in all of those miscellaneous items that you were just mentioning your daughter's getting getting hit with or really you're getting hit with. Yeah, that's the, the right term. I'm getting hit with. If I was closer, I'd give you a hug right now. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate that. Because you are a uh, you know, financial advisor, so you're coming at it from looking at the parent. So I am you know, 59 and putting my daughter through university and I'm right at that space of time where it's like I can't deplete my retirement or my savings to get her through college. So let's talk about the fact that, you know, why is there this thought that the parent should pay for college? What about the kid? <laughs> um, we're going to record this and send it to your daughter, okay? Yes. Because I'm going to tell her that absolutely students need to be part of the equation. One of the I live in North County, San Diego, which is a you know fairly affluent area, and we the worst thing that I think a parent can do, hands down, and this is based not on my opinion, it's based on 27 years of helping families with this, and. Um, the worst thing they can do is tell their kids, hey, here's a blank check for college. You just pick any school, you get the grades, and your mom and I or your dad and I are going to pay for it. That's the worst thing you can do. The second worst thing you can do is tell them, oh, work is terrible. You, we don't want you working. We just want you focusing on your studies. Again, it's not my opinion. It's based on watching who does well. So having a student be responsible work to help provide for college. Now, look, maybe this is different if your kid is going to med school or law school as a graduate student, then they really don't have the time. But as an undergraduate student, please. Um, and letting them take some of the loans on and making them responsible. And I even try to tell my parents that want to pay for the whole thing, I'm like, let your student take the loans and let them know if you graduate, if you graduate, when you graduate, we'll either pay those loans off for you or we'll give you the same amount of money to get your life started, to go get an apartment, buy a car, whatever you need to do post-college. And I'm like, watch the difference in how your student treats college because now they're a partner in it. So I absolutely believe that students should participate in this. And uh, I don't believe parents should give their kids a, a blank check. But again, I'll keep coming back to for a lot of families listening to this, if they understand the system, you can go to expensive private schools for the same as the other schools would cost. So never forget that. Mm, that's fantastic. Ron, we have to go to break, but I'm speaking with Ron Carruthers. He has uh, the author of What Your Guidance Counselor Isn't Telling You, Inside Secrets to Choosing Your Career, Selecting Your Major, and Getting Into Your Top College Choice. I do encourage you to visit his website, roncarruthers.com. And we're going to talk more about, I want to jump into these, you know, 529 college savings plans uh, and get Ron's take on that. We'll be right back. 
If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. If you missed any part of today's show and would like to listen to the podcast, please visit SherryHillShow.com. College is expensive and no single source of funding is likely to do the job by itself. By using all the resources at your disposal, you'll be in a much better position to cover your children's college expenses without putting a major strain on anyone's finances. And who knows this better than Ron Carruthers, who, he has worked with over 4,600 families to help make their children's dreams a reality while providing sound financial guidance along the way. He lives in Southern California, and he is just out there known as the foremost expert on college planning and college funding. So, Ron, thank you for joining me. Let's let's talk about these uh, 529 college savings plans. Do they work? Is this something people should be thinking about? Oh, so this is this is a topic that I would say generates the most controversy. So for anybody who's listening that isn't familiar with what a 529 savings plan is, it's basically a Roth IRA for college. You put money in after tax, it grows tax-free, you can withdraw it tax-free for college but only for college. Well, that's not true anymore because you can use it now for private school and they're, they're relaxing the restrictions on it. Here's the problem with them. There's actually six specific problems and any of your listeners, if they just want to email me, they can reach out through the webpage. I'll send them the article that I write every year. Wait for it on May 29th. Get it? 529 day. Um, I republished the article. I updated every year, right? That's clever, huh? Yes. Um, Anyway, and I list six flaws with them that they don't tell you when you're setting them up. And the biggest one is that at certain schools, these 529s can count against you much more heavily than any other money that you would have. So the federal formula states they have to be counted as a parent's asset. But what a school can do with their own money is completely different. And so a lot of clients we've seen have either moved these at the last minute, even if they incurred a little bit of a tax penalty, and ended up getting much more free financial aid than they otherwise would have. Don't shoot the messenger. I realize that's not fair, but unfortunately that's what is. And so I would just tell parents, don't, you know, go get rid of them. 
but but certainly look into them if your family is otherwise eligible for aid and you're looking at predominantly private schools you might want to watch out with these and that's only one of the six flaws with them there's five other flaws that are (laughs) i won't say equally terrible but they really they don't tell you the whole story on them so just buyer beware that's my advice on everyone all right, so, so go to roncarruthers.com and get his... Uh, shoot us an email. Yep. Heck yeah. Shoot us an email. You can grab the books there. But uh, but definitely, if anybody's interested, we're happy to send that article out. Yeah. So. so when you sit down with a family, obviously, you know, there's a lot to, hey, I want to send my kid to Harvard or Yale. I mean, does it... Does it really make a difference if I am someone in the, you know, looking at how I'm going to pay for college for my child or want to make sure that, you know, my child can help pay for college? Does it matter if I'm going for a Harvard or I'm going for community college? (laughs) Well, first of all, (laughs) if you go to community college and you transfer, you're your degree is ultimately going to come from whatever school that you actually get the four-year degree from. No one even has to know you went to community college. And by the way, for anybody listening, this is an absolute writer downer, um, but Phi Theta Kappa is an amazing junior college honor society that we recommend everybody join. If you're going to junior college, there's scholarships available. It, it makes it easier getting in when you transfer. So just write that one down, Phi Theta Kappa. Back to what we were talking about earlier in my own, my older daughter's case, USC, where she went for a couple of years before she got married and moved to Europe, was actually cheaper for her than both staying at home and having us pay her housing and feeding her, or even going to UCLA, and we were an upper middle class family here in San Diego. So parents just need to know that. Um So if your kid can get into Harvard, that's the tricky part, right? Often you'll find Harvard or Stanford or Yale more accommodating from a financial aid standpoint than many of the state schools because they have more resources. So that's kind of just a tip for everyone, and that's one of the things we recommend is researching the schools your student is applying to because most have a fixed financial aid pattern of Roughly how generous they are, you can research that before your student ever applies. Well, so, you know, based on what you're sharing and your understanding, having, you know, worked with families and guiding them through, you know, this whole college process, why did we have to have the college admissions scandal? I mean, should, shouldn't people have been just been able to get into the school? I mean... <laughs> Oh, heavens. You know, here's what's so crazy about that. We'll use Lori Laughlin as an example. I know people inside the the USC admissions office. Now, I can't say without a doubt that half a million, what she paid to this scam artist, would have gotten her daughters into USC. But my guess is if she'd approached them and asked them, look, I want to make a donation, what would you give us? They might have negotiated for a higher amount than half a million, but it wouldn't have been much more. The wealthy have been doing that forever. So it represents a small segment of society. I think we all knew that the rich and powerful were doing things like this in every aspect. 
Why these parents got so worked up on the college standpoint, I have no idea, but I think it really just goes to show how how much college has become a part of our national psyche. And look, you can get your kid into these schools without resorting to bribery, and I don't think most of us have half a million laying around for uh, to bribe somebody anyway. So... I don't know what else to say on that. <laughs> well, it just it just seems odd because, like, you know, if, if kind of what you help families understand is not just from the financial aspect, but also, you know, what are the things that you need to do as the parent or the student to get into the college of choice, right? Well, I will tell you that there's three areas of that. Do we have time for yes, me to briefly please. explain them? Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to get your student into that top school, very quickly, here's what you do. Number one, your student needs to have good grades for that school. So USC and Stanford are going to have a different definition of what's good versus, you know, different state schools or different other private schools. Secondly, you need good board scores, good SAT or good ACT scores, again, for that college. But the third area is the one that families really have a control over, which is what Harvard would call a distinguishing excellence. And all that means is what else besides good grades and good board scores has your student been involved in? And we always recommend, you know, not that the student join the Italian, the German, the French, and the Spanish club, because they'll see that and know your kid doesn't speak all those languages. Come on. But maybe finding one thing or two things that they're really passionate about. Maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's speech and debate. Maybe it's volunteering. Maybe it's work. That's what the schools are looking for. The first two are a given. But if you really want to improve your students' chances of getting in, then the distinguishing excellence is what they're going to look for, or distinguishing excellences. And that applies over their whole high school career. So, again, I would just tell the students, interning is great. Speech and debate club is one of the best things you can do because it helps with public speaking. Sports are always great. But just find something that you love. Go for it. Get some internships in the field you think you're interested in. It looks great in the college resume. And you may find, as I did, that certain fields that sound good are not your cup of tea at all. In my case, it was the medical field. I went and interned, just realized, not for me at all, but I like numbers, I like math, I like telling people what to do. So this became, I kind of gravitated to this, and it's worked out great 27 years in. Yeah. So do you work with families all over the country? I actually do. Um, I have clients up in Silicon Valley, a handful in Nevada, East Coast clients. Um, We generally start with an intake process. We're like, just call us up, tell us what's going on. Uh, tell us what you're concerned about. We'll tell you if we can help you or not. Um, or we can we can help you if you think you might have made a mistake on the paperwork, the financial aid paperwork, which is really common, like four out of five parents make a critical mistake. If you have a 529, we can chat about all those things. We're pretty straightforward if we feel we can help someone or not. All right. What's a good number to reach you, Ron? They can call my office at 760 607 7021. That's uh, 760-607-7021. We're on the West Coast, so we work West Coast business hours. And then I usually work into the evening. 
Awesome. Well, you know, through your experience and working with 4,600 families across the country, you know, you, you really have, I imagine, you know, drilled down pretty quickly to know if you can help folks or not. But really, I imagine just the conversation is valuable regardless. And so I'm going to encourage people to call Ron Carruthers. You can also visit his website, roncarruthers.com. And check out his uh, ebook, What Your Guidance Counselor Isn't Telling You Inside Secrets to Choosing Your Career, Selecting Your Major, and Getting Into Your Top College Choice. And so, Ron, what's a final thing you want to say to families listening? Don't assume anything. You make a lot, you make a little. Your kid knows what they want to do, they don't want to do. You have a lot of property, you don't have anything. Don't assume that college isn't affordable. Do the research. It will, I promise you, it will pay off in spades in the end. Well, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's a great choice. And I think that it's been blown up a lot in the media. But if you do it smart and your kid really is someone who, you know, has a, has a dream that requires higher education, then I know, Ron, you help families figure out how to do it so everybody wins. We absolutely do. And final note, the book, I believe, is one of the best on the subject. Easy to read, most comprehensive. So if you're looking at a place to get started and you're not ready to chat yet, definitely check out the book. Awesome. Well, I want to thank Ron Carruthers for joining me today on The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.